Hey everybody, this is coming to you live from Disneyland. Uh, we're reading uh, Job chapter 2. So this is the second part of Satan um, attacking Job, and this time it's attacking his health. Uh, and we're doing Job uh, because uh, Pastor Michael for ANCC preached on Job chapter 1. So if you were not there, then message Alvin to tell him to put the <laughs> message online. Um, but yeah, so we see here again uh, Satan attacking Job. So first he took away, you know, uh, stuff and his family. And this time uh, Satan tells God, hey, the, oh, so God says, hey, Satan, look, Job is still not cursing me. Um, and Satan says, oh, it's because you kept him healthy. If you attack his health, then he'll curse you. So God once again says, OK, but don't kill him. And we see here the way that the enemy attacks our beliefs is by trying to manipulate our situations uh, and trying to get our circumstances to make us change uh, our character and our faith in God. And uh, one of the saddest things about um, this chapter is the fact that, you know, those closest to Job, his wife, um, tells him just to curse God and die. And granted, she also probably suffered greatly. She went from wealthy to poor, from having 10 children to zero. Um, and yet for her, her suffering did not bring her closer to God. It brought her away and even to pull others away. Right. And he's scraping his wounds. And we see here, uh, the introduction to what Job is really about. Um, so a lot of people know the story of Job in the first two chapters. Uh, but if you see how many chapters Job is, you're like, wait, what's the rest of this about? Um, and this is where it sets up uh, the rest of the book. And what is going to set us up for the week is Job's three friends, uh, Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar. They come to him um, and it says that they're from different tribes. Uh, and they made an appointment. Uh, it wasn't like they like scheduled in a calendar. The word is like they came together, right? They made it a point to get together. Um, and they're trying to show him sympathy and comfort, but. Well, in the beginning, they do do a good job. They do. So do a, a lot good of job. like counselors, even biblical counselors say, you know, the fact that they came, they just, they basically did a lot of what Job did, right? They, they wept, they tore their robes, right? They, and they sat with them for seven days and seven nights and no one spoke a word. And honestly, right. sometimes when someone is suffering, being silent is like the best thing just to suffer together. But this is what Jason was getting to. And I think so this week, as we read Job, it's easy to try to read the Bible as simple do's and don'ts. Yes. And Job is really a book that defies that. Um, that's the boat. That's the Mark Twain in the background. Yes, yes Abby, Abby, it's, it's the, the boat. boat. Um, and so Job is really a, a book that is about how we deal with suffering. It's not necessarily how to deal with suffering, um, but it's about how we deal with suffering. And how to be faithful through the suffering. And so we do see that Job is good and, and a little bit of bad at times this week. And his friends are bad and sometimes a little bit good. Yes. Um, and yeah, I think just to think about this week uh, as we start this week is what are the kinds of sufferings that you are having to deal with? Or, Either personally or for others. Or for others. Yeah, because I think that. You know, it's not just our individual suffering, but it's the suffering of the world. And it's not just the world suffering, but our individual suffering as well. Yeah. So it is going to be a little bit dense or maybe heavy for you this week. But I really think uh, getting a good grasp of this book can really help you to see even more fully who God is. Be blessed.